Welcome back to the show. Today, James and I will be going over episode two of Loki. What's up, James? Oh, shit. Oh, let's try that again. What's up, James? What it do? Yeah, it's getting to the point where I got too many buttons to be pushing and I'd be forgetting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I need to be starting to hire a producer or something. The struggle is real. By hiring a producer, I mean I need to start paying the fuck attention because I ain't got no money for no damn producer. Meaning you need to ask Nikki to get on board. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Nikki's a Nikki is dead ass asleep right now. Not worried about what the hell I'm doing. But all right, so here we go. Um, we just uh, hit play on the show. Uh, they did, you know, recapping the last week or whatever. Um, you know, uh, first initial thoughts before we j- jump into it. Uh, after a while, we touched on this a little bit last week, right? But. I just really think this is going to pan out to be a really, really good show here. Um, a, a bit different tone and vibe from some of the uh, other ones that have come out already. But, you know, it, it's looking good. It's looking good. What do you think? Uh, I mean, again, uh, they bought enough equity with me throughout all their movies and their other yeah. shows to... <laughs> expect nothing less than you know a lot of goodness coming from them the biggest thing is that uh you know like with all their movies is you know speculation is trying to guess you know what's happening ahead of time so unlike that other studio that will not be named uh i usually never have any doubts with anything they're doing so yeah yeah, it's like a, it's like the sneaker game, right? It's like it's all hype, but this shit is like it, it's real too. Like it, it's not just all hype. It's just it, man, it, it like it comes off as hype initially, but then at the end, it's like oh, actually that wasn't all hype. That that was actually just really really good. Um, I don't know what this is doing. Anyways, um, oh that's why. Anyways, um, I mean, sidetracked with my, with my settings and stuff. All right, so we kick it off. I like the Marvel Studios, like the green Loki emerald, you know, signage there at the beginning. I think that's really cool. It really puts a a unique touch. I don't know if they did that with WandaVision or uh, or Winter Soldier, Captain America. All right, but then we kick off Oshkosh, Wisconsin, right? Uh, you ever been to Oshkosh, Wisconsin? No, I've been to Racine. Never been to Oshkosh. Interesting. 1985. However, What's up? However, uh, uh, this little Renaissance fair kind of reminded me of uh, one of my lifelong dreams. And you're going to laugh, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if you know the song Safety Dance. No. Song no. from the 80s. Okay. So, one of my dreams is to go to some kind of Renaissance fair, but in England, in one of their little villages, right? Dress up. And sing the safety dance and frolic with like midgets and you know dressed as court jesters and like just people just dancing and eating like legs of turkey like turkeys yeah yeah well like could you like medieval times could you could you sing yeah. the safety dance for us could you let us know <laughs> what that is 
or do we just dance, dude? How do you not know the safety dance? Uh, no, is that like legs, head, shoulders, knees, and toes? Knees and toes? Is it like that? No, dude. It's like you can dance as you want to. You can leave yourself behind. Oh, yes. Does it not? I mean, just does that not look like fun if everybody was dancing and uh, frolicking and it's the safety dance? But anyway, you know, the, the the word that fits that the best is frolicking, right? <laughs> and here we have uh, the timekeepers about to frolic in the main tent. So I immediately recognize this lady. I don't know if you watched the Amazon uh, series. Um, I forget what it was called now, but her name was Jessica. It was about the rabbit. Did you watch that one? And the virus and everything. Uh, no. Oh man, it was it was an awesome series. Amazon, uh, rabbit series. It was uh, oh, I ain't gonna fucking find it. I need a I need a sidekick here to Google my stuff. Um, <laughs> it it was so all right. So hold on, we'll pause this because background on her. She was the main character named Jessica in this Amazon series. It was really good. It already got canceled. But it was about um, like a band of nerds. Think you know your your D and D. You know they all came together around this like Comic Con kind of thing for this comic, and this comic okay. was a, a pretty dark comic, and it kind of spelled out disasters that had happened in the world, and the hardcore of hardcore, um, thought that it was like real. Right, they're like, yo, this shit's real. Like, this shit's really happening. This Jessica girl is real. It's all real. And then, of course, it comes to fruition in the in the show that it is all real. There's these bad guys. She's real, and it goes on and on. And she's a badass in it. Fucks people up. It's really dope. Really dope. So that's where she's from. I'm guessing Disney saw her potential and just straight up stole her from Amazon. But anyway, you should check it out. It's on, it's on Amazon. Everyone should check it out. Sorry to digress there. Go off on tangent, but it was a really good series, very underrated. And so, they were, all right, so well, we see actually, just to, to get on that for a second. Yeah, I mean, if you, uh, I mean, from this show, she doesn't really have a big part, but I don't know if she's going to be, you know, featured more later on. But you know, she said if you say she's a pretty good actress, then again, that would show Disney. You know, again, they're casting, you know, just grabbing people. Yeah, you know that maybe aren't necessarily at the height of their popularity kind of like yep. before they hit that and then you know putting them in certain places and stuff it's just uh there's another one, one of the reasons why they're winning so yeah that's definitely yeah. when i seen her pop in i was like oh shit and then me and nikki both were like oh that's why the amazon show's not going on no more because you know you gotta think about like filming time and, and everything like that and you know actors that are doing multiple uh roles and different films and different um studios and so they gotta balance that that show aired last summer or whatever. So she would have filmed this after she filmed that show by a long shot. But you can see where Disney probably could have thrown money at her, you know, been like, hey, maybe it's a recurring role, maybe it's not, whatever. But, you know, Amazon, she's unavailable for your next season. You know, who knows? Who knows? But so, all right, back to the tent. The hooded figure does a little mind touch, it shows up green. Changes, uh, we'll just call her Jessica. I forget what her hunter name was. C20. Yeah, C20. Okay. And, uh, she goes rogue, badass, and kills off her team. Right? And so, when you saw the green, like, the green touch and the green eyes, 
what that tell you? Did it tell you, uh, you know, spoiler alerts throughout this? Did it tell you like another Loki? Did it change your mind? What, what were you going for? Or where was it pushing? Well, you? I mean, <clears throat> you, you had to know it was another Loki. Obviously, dealt the show, but yeah, I mean, kind of taking it back to Avengers, how he, even though he used like the Tesseract to kind of do that, he basically did the same thing in Avengers, right? He, yeah. You know, monkey jib with people's brains and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, I mean, that that itself didn't really tell me anything other than uh, it was a Loki. So nothing, nothing, nothing new yet yeah. about that. Yeah, just more like confirmation. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And then, you know, Hooded Figure jumps out again. You know, this, I guess, was the most interesting part of it, right, is when Hooded Figure grabs their little, like, time bomb uh, mechanism, right off this guy that they're always carrying. So they they have like different tools. They have like those little reset things that they they're dropping at the scene of every yeah you know, we could say a crime, right? Every time there's a, a a nexus event potential, they reset it. But then this time she grabs the uh, their little iPhone, the time bomb, the lady C twenty. And opens the doorway, which we didn't see that last time, right? When when she was in Oklahoma, we didn't see that last time. So that was a, I think that was an interesting part to start developing the like, hey, um, you know, w- what's the bigger plan here? She she's using their tools against them, and they don't even know it, right? Well. You know, I think we, uh, we kind of spoiled a little something by using that pronoun, but <clears throat> I mean, yeah, again, you know, we just know at this point something's happening. Uh, there's a bad guy out there, and you know, it's kind of building up to it. But another thing to kind of look at is uh, how uh, Mobius kind of strokes Loki's ego, and then, uh, you know, he's like, oh, okay, well. Yes, now I'll, now I'll go play with you guys. But yeah, that little uh, the little Miss Minutes thing was kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna rewind a little bit to see that again. The uh, holographic, you know, real life jumping around. I want to know who does that voice because it sounds super familiar. I had to look that one up. Have you seen? Well, it's uh, T- Tara or Tara Strong. She does a lot of voiceover work in like uh, cartoons and stuff. Okay, a little bit of acting. So you've probably heard her somewhere. Yeah. It, it, look rough. I mean, it's a ton of stuff she's done. It has that uh, distinct, like, southern draw, you know, southern bell kind of uh, sound. That's well, why. That's, I, just for the, that's actually just for this show because she's actually okay. Canadian. So. Oh, from Canada. Okay. Yeah. Friends friends to the high north. Yeah. Okay. So then we get into, uh, you know, they're they're squatting up, holding quarters here to go, uh, <laughs> to, go to Oshkosh. And, uh,. You know, th- this part is really funny here, right? Because you got uh, B-15 or whatever, right? <laughs> and she's the one, you know, she's the, the the heavy hand, right? She's kind of the military force of the TVA here. You know, uh, this is how we're going to go about it and everything. And, um, you know, when, when they're talking about uh, what happened and then Loki goes into his... <laughs> His whole little rant about the differences of the magic being used. That was just so typical, like, you know, nerd, right? Oh, no, it's actually uh, not that. It's actually uh, this, you know? I I thought that was pretty classic. Yeah, he's just, uh, you know, breaking it down. 
Yeah. yeah. And then kind of if you look at this scene, kind of showing the various different types of Lokis. And yeah. Tour de France <laughs> winning Loki. <laughs> he's, just, he's just looking at him like, what? Yeah, like ugly Hulk looking Loki. Like, yeah, this is, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's where this is where he goes into duplication casting, not illusion projecting. I was a little confused when, because at the end he's like, you know, but you already knew that. I, I was like, did they know it? You know, you could assume, like, one would think they know they're the now, you know, the timekeeper workers, you know what I mean? And, and they're supposed to know everything, but I don't know. I was, I was just confused about if they knew it or not. Or if it was just kind of him just kind of actually kicking it to him. And they're just like, what the fuck are you, what the fuck are you talking about, Loki? Well, I, you know, another part of it is like, you know, they're prepping for the mission. You know, sometimes, you know, just talking and running your mouth can throw people off their <laughs> game. Because you got to remember, obviously, no matter what the situation is, Loki is never going to be straight with you, right? Yeah. And he's good at just running his mouth. Yeah. Kind of like Mobius said in the first episode, chat, 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 chat. So I think a lot of that was just kind of prepping them for some shenanigans. Yeah. And then we just never shuts up. I I like Loki. I like him more and more every day. Yeah. And this, I think, is when we start seeing the, uh, you can really start seeing how this is like a, um, what do they call like the buddy cop kind of movie, right? Mobius, one kind of cop, Loki, the other kind of cop, but it's it's a pretty good twist because usually in those ones you've got like the you know good cop bad cop kind of vibe, or the um, you know Samuel Jackson, Mel Gibson, uh, you know Lethal Weapon. One's a badass, one's not. One's too old for this shit. The other one's always running and gun and blowing shit up. You know, Bad Boys. Uh, Mike Lowry, you know, like you you have the the yin and yang of it. This one, they're both smart asses, right? Loki just won't shut up. He always keeps talking. Owen Wilson is the is like, well, I'm a smart ass too, buddy. I could talk a lot too, buddy. You know, like you're not the only one that talks a lot and is smart ass and that's clever. And I think it's a a, a really good vibe between the two to like bring the balance of it but from from like the same side if that makes any sense you know what i'm saying yeah they're uh banter and they're uh yeah is uh it's pretty good i i mean i don't know off the top of my head if they've ever been in anything uh you know together before this show i I don't think so but kind of the the main trope is kind of getting, you know, a bad guy to go after a worse guy. Yeah. And then, you know, how that kind of works out and, you know, the the good guy trying to tone down the methods or, or keep uh the the bad guy under control. So that's yeah. that's kind of more what I'm seeing in it. And uh, you know, Owen Wilson he him playing quote unquote the straight guy to uh Loki's kind of wild guys again it's fire casting I, I never would have thought of that because he Owen Wilson would have never been the first person on my mind but again not like I'm on Marvel's payroll which I mean feel free to pay me if they want to but <laughs> just uh you know casting yeah it's uh yeah, I don't think anyone saw it coming because when we first, I knew he was in it, but like when I was watching episode one with Nikki, she's like, "Owen Wilson!" Like it, it was a total like he—he's a comedian guy, right? He—he's the funny, 
you know, just make you laugh, wedding crashers, absurdity, like comedy actor. What would he be doing in a super, you know, superhero, supervillain kind of show, even though it's Disney, it's just not really anything he's done. And man, I I really like him in this. I'm like, I'll feel like fanboy over it. I don't care. Um, you know, he, he's catching, uh, this dialogue between them where he looks like he's very like intensely like thinking about everything Loki's saying, right? He's like, Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Ah, man, you're just lying. Let's fucking go. (laughs) It's so funny because Loki, I don't think is used to this, right? He's the God of mischief. He's the one that's always fucking with people, twisting their minds, playing the deception. And now he's being fucked with. And I, I don't think he likes it very much. Yeah, I mean, part of, you know, being the one that's always pulling the tricks is mean you're the one that's always, I guess, in control of the situation, right? Yeah. You're always, you're the manipulator. Yep. yep. Getting a little taste of his own medicine right now because he genuinely doesn't really know at this point exactly what's going on. I mean, I'm sure he probably has some idea, but, you well, know, it's just. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he just learned, out, learned you know, less than, we could say this is like the same day essentially, right? Maybe, maybe 12, maybe he took a nap, maybe he slept over the night. So it's the next day in, in, in their real world timeline kind of deal. deal. Um, he just learned about time and that someone's controlling it and everything. You know, he's just making shit up as he goes, as he tries to, you know, plot his next, you know, mischief and his next turn of events to try to get in his favor. Right. So, yeah, I'd say he doesn't know shit. You know, cut to uh, the judges' uh, quarters here, and they're talking about timekeeper stuff. You know, something interesting about this episode was there's a, there's a lot, a lot of like one on one dialogue. You know, you got this scene between uh, Owen Wilson and what's her name? You say Gugu, right? Gugu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this whole exchange, right, where they're talking about the timekeepers and everything, right, and. And then the next, I think it's one of the next uh, scenes where it's him and Loki discussing, we'll we'll get there, but a lot of one-on-one dialogue between everyone. And then, so there's an Easter egg right there, right? Uh, If you uh, watch WandaVision and you watch any of the more in-depth YouTube channels where they have, you know, fucking nerds of, herds of nerds researching this shit, another hexagon as we see throughout all the Marvel series, right? The the hexagon shape, which is becoming more and more. What does the hexagon mean? What does the hexagon mean? And it's the coaster right here that's a hexagon. So just a little Easter egg for everyone that's, boom, there it is. Six-sided hexagon. Because, you know, that's what how many sides hexagons have. Look at you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I catch a few things here and there. You know, th- this wasn't the, be- I don't know, this wasn't the best dialogue. It, it was interesting, but, you know, I didn't think it was that that uh, important. Maybe it is, I don't know. They're just kind of talking about Loki. Oh, that's a kid. You know, Loki. Well, if you notice, yeah. well, one of the things you get out of this is that he said he's actually never met the timekeepers. Yeah, I think right? that's the most important part, yeah. So... I still don't know if uh, 
and her name is shows Ravona. Yeah. If uh, Gugu has actually met them, or she's just you know communicating via email or whatever it is, but right. Well, she says that in here, right? I think is that she just gets the order from them and she's carrying it out. She so it's, it's like as you're saying, like there's nothing really to indicate. Franklin well, I, Roosevelt I think it's High a School. Ambiguous. I mean, she gets yeah. information from the whatever. I don't know, but again, can this be leading, you know, back to if we never see them? Kind of one of the rumors that's out there that you know Kang will be one of the timekeepers. So maybe that's why they're saving the reveal and people won't know and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, what that's going to be, but you know, that that is something to kind of you know, keep a track of. Like you know, this this whole thing has been created but no one ever has met them so yeah it's uh it's hey, your videos yeah yeah it, it's fine oh, it's fine yeah okay um yeah I, like the timekeeper thing i think that'll be the big reveal for the end right probably probably save that to the end to say to show who they are or it's going to kind of be like the, I forget which movie it was, right? I guess it was End of Avengers, the first Avengers, when they reveal Thanos, right? And he's up in outer space watching, and it's like, oh, shit, who's this guy, right? This guy's the one that's been watching everything, keeping track of everything, and it's him that's, that's in control, not these other people. There's actually an actual real big bad evil guy. Um, This was, I think, one of the better parts here, right? Because it's Owen Wilson kind of telling him that he's tired of his shit. Telling Loki he's tired of his shit. And that the exchange here is like that. I thought it was really good. Uh, the Where he tells him he, it, it's one or two reasons of why he wants to catch him, right? Because Or why he's helping him. Why he wants Loki to help him. And that he's a scared little boy or... He just wants to catch the fucking guy. And isn't that it? Sometimes when you're doing a job, you just want to get the job done, right? It's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care how I get it done. If I got to use you, then I got to fucking use you just like you use people. I just want to get the job done. And I think it's one of those, like, definitely, like, setting Loki into his place, uh, you know. Because you got to think, this is 2012 Loki. He hasn't done that full change yet, right? Where he's seen his mother die. He saw it on TV, but he didn't experience it. And all those other things, like we've touched on episode one, where it's like, uh, and he he says later on in this episode, not everybody's all bad, not everyone's all good, right? So he hasn't experienced that yet. So now he's been kind of kicked in the ass to be like, hey, you're not all bad, so stop fucking around and just help me. Right? Well, you're right. This is not the Loki that, you know, was killed by Thanos that technically had all that character growth. So he's kind of experiencing that now, right? Like you said. So, I mean, even the old Loki had moments. Again, I mean, again, it's just, he, it's just in his DNA just to be a trickster and all these fucking people over. So, you know, it's all about will they, won't they? When when will he do it? You know, because you know it's coming. When when will he do yeah. it? And but there's probably going to be some kind of redemption. It's just it's that constant tension of and Moby's knows this, and you know he he's trying to play his hard ass. But at the end of the day, like when he speaks to Ravona, you can tell like 
he actually does see something in him, like a little bit. So, you know, it's it's just kind of that, that tension that they keep going. So, yeah, it, it's well, you know, he has the the uh, benefit of knowing Loki's future and that he does end up turning, you know, mildly good or coming back to help his brother and all of that, right? At the end of, um, you know, their third movie, which we're about to see here as he's going through the files and trying to figure out stuff about the Loki variant, you know, other variant. And um, so it's kind of like he knows the potential, so he's trying to accelerate it, right? But how do you accelerate and motivate somebody who doesn't believe in themselves as being being able and capable of doing that stuff. You know, they only know one way and they're like, well, no, that's not really me. I, I, I'm not, I'm not that good. Right. I'm used to this. And Loki just doesn't see it yet. So you run into that, like coach, coach Wilson here or coach Mobius trying to pull it out of him. And I think that's the, the problem he's running into. Library, library, librarian exchange, typical librarian exchange, right? He needs books, files, all classified. Um, I want to get to the, to get to the good stuff, man. You know, in here, here you go. Destruction of Asgard. He was not expecting that. Although, yeah, think, excuse me. Whoa, 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 there, buddy. Yo, chill. I've been like up every other hour. Checking on kids and stuff. Um, you know, so all right, destruction of Asgard. Obviously, this happens. Um, and then he gets killed by Thanos immediately afterwards. That kind of sucks. So I think this is also one of those catalysts for him to be like, "Oh shit, I can't just keep living uh, a like uh, a fucked up life, right?" If if like Mike. Uh, not country, but his planet is, and everything is going to be, you know, fucking dead. Maybe he should make a change. Well, I, I don't know if that's the epiphany he has, but I mean, it's definitely information. And again, this look is just, even though he takes that information and you know, comes up with this hypothesis for Mobius, you know that he's banking it somewhere for his advantage. Like, it's yeah. just... <laughs> again, like, every good action, he's gonna fuck somebody like, on the other end of it. It's just... And it's just... You're just waiting for it. But it does show that he's more than just magic tricks. I mean, he found basically a hole in the defense system like, uh, like Mobius is gonna be saying. So, yeah. I don't know how they missed that, but you know, yeah. I mean, you you think thing, with so. with all with all of the time in the world, <laughs> dad joke. Uh, they would have been able to see that, but um, you know, even even when he walks up on Mobius having the lunch, and Mobius is like, "Yo, I told you don't fucking talk to me until you're all done." Are you all done? He's like, "Yes, I'm all done." He's like, "You've really read all the files." There's that the subtleness in the delivery of the lines. You could tell is that it's just like when you when you have a junior sailor when you told him to go do something, and they come back and they're like, "Yeah, I'm all done," and you know this junior sailor not to be maybe that great or that fast of a worker and everything, and you're all you're doing is looking at him like, "Really, <laughs> you're really all done with that?" 
And then they're like, they're looking at you like, yeah, why? Like, why wouldn't you believe me? I don't believe you because you're a liar. I don't believe you because you're not a good worker, right? You're not my top performer, and, I, and that task you took you all day, but you're telling me you're done in two hours. So you go and inspect it, and lo and behold, it's all done, and it's not that bad. And it has you scratching your head as to why the fuck don't I get this kind of work out of them all the time? And I think that's you know where where Mobius is looking at Loki right now as Loki. Over salts and peppers and adds apple juice to Mobius's salad, destructing it. Which cafeteria food's got to suck. Mobius is just. Oh, it's kind of funny <laughs> how uh, the dude that he took the juice from is the uh, same the, guy from the first episode. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all right, he goes through this whole met- metaphor explaining how right before an apocalypse, you can do whatever you want because shit's going to be destroyed. Right, it clicks. It clicks for everybody, and then they end up in Pompeii, Italy, Mount Vesuvius, about to blow. Right? Yeah, about to go down. And we see that happen. Just kind of skimming through. And it's funny how, like, Owen Wilson is, at this point is still like, oh, you know, don't do nothing too crazy, you know? Like, we can, and Loki's like, nah, fuck this. Let's get crazy. Like, this shit's about to blow up. They're all about to die. Who cares? We do whatever we want. Like, make a ruckus. And it's funny how he goes into, like, speaking Latin and everything, right? Because he is a god and he can speak every language. And Owen Wilson's just still kind of watching, like, this is crazy. And yeah, so fucking it blows, and you know, there's the epiphany of Owen Wilson, like, oh shit, nothing's happened, and there it is. That's the uh, the key to it all, right? The key to it all. We go back to the office. We just got to get to the good shit, man. Oh, all right. So here's here's their dialogue, right? Their one-on-one dialogue. And uh, what you, would you think of this? Uh, I mean, again, it's give you some more background and characters. And, uh, and again, you know, Loki... <laughs> There's there's always an angle. He he's as he's you know conversing with him. You know he's working him for information, just the insight, right? Because how do you pull off a scam on somebody like a really good scam? You have to know them, right? And kind of yeah. know their habits. And there's like all these you know heist movies. You have to do your research and all this other shit, right? So you know ask uh, you know open into questions. Let this guy reveal himself, and you know and that's just gonna let you play them that much better when everything's there. I mean it's all. It's just so hard to explain. It's just he's just he's always working an angle. That's just that's just what he does. Every time you reveal anything to him, it will probably be used against you somehow, some way. Oh, jet skis, huh? Oh, okay, oh, interesting. Yeah, why is that? I really thought it was interesting because they went into. Uh, he's like, because he took that because all right, so he opened him up, and then he dropped the you know like the bigger question of like, you really believe this? Right to try to like start going down that road like, that you're talking about, right? And you know, almost says believe or not believe. He just accepts it. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> and then Loki calls him three magic lizards, right? But 
when, when I was listening to this, I was like, this is such a common day, like, hey, do you believe in God kind of deal, right? And to a person of faith, of course, they're like, yes, of course. Like, they know it. They, they know it to be real. And to a person that's not, they're like, come on, man. Like, just listen to how crazy you sound, right? Died, came back to life like a zombie, right? Like, you know, all this walked on water, you know, turned one fish into a whole bunch of fish, like water to wine and, you know, whatever, whatever. And then Owen Wilson kicks it right back to him like, well, you know, you're a god, you know, listen, listen to all the shit you believe, right? Like, how's that any different? You know what I mean? And, and so it was, to me, it had like a real world, like real life, uh, uh, like tone behind it of like, it doesn't matter if you believe it or I believe it. Like if it is what it is, or if you, if you believe in it yourself, then it is, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, Everybody's ideology and belief system is different, you know. Right. To everybody else, yeah. And received differently, so. Yeah, and, and that's what I see yeah. here, right? And one, in one hand, you have Loki, who's the Norse god and believes in all of that, and the other hand, it's like someone who might be of a a higher um, or more developed learning. It's like, oh yeah, that that's cute too, but you know, do you know about these other gods called the Timekeepers? And then they then they take that further and. And into, you know, free will and choice and all that. And, you know, you can see where, like, Owen Wilson looks like he gets stumped a little bit of, like, oh, shit, that's a, that's actually a good point there, Logie. You know, when, and when they're talking about, like, well, what are the timekeepers doing? And they say, well, the timekeepers are trying to unravel it until we get to the end. You know, I, I, I thought this was really good because it really sets up, like, the what are the timekeepers? What are they really doing? Um some of that are they really good are they really bad are are they just are they just just you know they're just timekeepers that's it they have a job to do unravel time and that's it and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad whatever happens happens you know like i don't know it, I, I just really oh and then they did that uh that scene where that, that cut right there where they where they did the single camera wide angle and they captured them both on screen at the same time that was really good. You know where this reminds me? Every time they do something like this at the okay. table, coffee, coffee talk at the table is the scene from Heat. You know, you know, the, you know, the movie Heat. Uh, yes, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. Oh, man, you need to watch that annually. That's a requirement. But, you know, it's uh, De Niro and Pacino. They're sitting down having coffee. And so that whole take, they actually shot it one time, one take. Um, no cuts, just booking a book and like wrapped it. That's it done. And as like the first time they've ever been on camera together. And it was like, it's like the, the, the pinnacle of like that sit down one-on-one coffee scene. You know, they're never on camera at the same time together. It's always over the shoulder looking at the other person from the, from the, the, the receiver or senders like perspective, you know? And so every time I see a scene like this, like here in Loki and Mobius, doing the same thing it's like they're trying to recreate that heat moment but no one can do it like that heat moment because one you have two like great actors Pacino and De Niro you know and it's just and the way it's set up and everything the seriousness of it everything in the little diner it's just it's all-time great you gotta go back and watch it but this is the same thing but I like that and this and a lot of other ones in this one like they hit that wide angle to show their like 
kind of like their closeness, right? Like they're, they're right there, you know, just having a casual conversation about this. They're not on the, and you see like they're really not even on the other opposite ends of the table. They're, you know, sitting on the, you know, same half side of the table. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I really like that when I, when I look at it, it's just, it reminds me of that. And you know, that the directors, when they do something like this, they're really trying to recreate that heat scene and, you know, make you think like, oh man, these are just two guys really shooting the shit, trying to get to know each other, trying to figure it all out. But like we, we've said plenty of times, like ah, it's Loki trying to figure out how the fuck he's going to get over and get out of here alive and, and take over whatever he wants to take over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, the chemistry between these two is, uh, is really good. And yeah. Again, you know, just, uh, casting outside the box. Cause Owen Wilson wasn't, wasn't really quote unquote hot at this time. I, mean, I don't even remember the last movie he was in. I mean, personally, so wedding crashers, that's the only thing I like remember him. <laughs> I mean, that's years ago, but <laughs> so again, I don't know where they dug his name up from, what kind of file, but good job. Yeah. It's, uh, they nailed it with that. And I don't like it's. In, I'd like to know what like when someone's doing that casting, right? And they're like Mobius, and they have like the description of Mobius and what they're looking for to play this character, right? Um, you know, fast talking, smart, you know, smart ass, uh, quick witted, as you know, all these different adjectives and 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 synonyms that they could use to describe it. Like, what makes that person think? Oh, you know what? Like you said, Owen Wilson hasn't done shit since Wedding Crashers, but he'd be the perfect guy with his ugly little mustache too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just it, it. It's just it's it's a great. You know, he he's not the tall, dark, and handsome. You know, Loki personality. You know, he's just like he's the perfect little shithead detective guy. Um. That's just doing that. Just doing it great. We'll just fast forward through this. All right, they get permission to go. Or well, they find out where through their awesome detective work where they might be hiding, or where this variant might be hiding. Right, they get permission to go hunt them. And this part was funny, right? He gives them. He gives uh, Mobius gives Loki the daggers. You know, just in case he needs a weapon. It's funny that he just has those like in the locker too, right? Like, oh here, just. Just put these in my locker. But that's where we keep things. Here's B fifteen. Like absolutely not. Like get the fuck out of here, Loki. You're not carrying your daggers with you. <laughs> you stupid. You got oh okay, having quarters again. About to go on a. Yo, so rocks cart. Is rocks cart anything? No, oh, not rocks cart. But there's a rocks on. Oil company that's part of like the Miles uh, Morales Spider Man verse, right? Yeah, I mean, let me rephrase. I don't know about the Rocks Cart, but Roxon Oil is basically like just an evil company, right? Bad, bad shit. I, I don't know about the Rocks Cart, so yeah, that I was, I, I thought the same thing. So when I seen that, I was, I was wondering because this is twenty, what they say, 2050, 2047, 2050. Right, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, um, they were looking for files between forty-seven and fifty-one. I think this was fifty. Um, 
I was thinking like I wonder if like in the future rocks rocks on rocks I thought it was rocks con but rocks on has transferred and become like the Amazon of the world right where they fucking own every a little bit of everything and they're in every single market and if there's going to be like if there's some kind of tie in there with other movies that will be coming out in the future right because why not establish it you know it doesn't have to be rocks on exactly but you throw a little rocks cart on there and you know it's a good establishment where in a future movie say you know spider-man no way home they introduce rocks on or something and it's like oh wait you know you know what i mean it's just i don't know i think there's gotta be something there why would why would they casually name the shopping store rocks cart i don't it just doesn't make sense to me yeah, I don't know. Uh, especially since we're in a speculation uh, mode, everything has to be something, right? Yeah, that's a deep cut, even for me. I'm not sure. Yeah, we're gonna see Miles Morales. Peter Parker's gonna die. We're gonna see Miles Morales. I'm all for it. I mean, if you want to talk about rumors, then there's uh, you know rumors that he's gonna appear in the next Spider-Man somehow, some way, and they were talking about the if the Into the Spider Verse even in the animated version, will make an appearance in that Spider-Man. So, I mean, again, there's all kind of stuff, you know, yeah. wherever. And uh, you definitely, though, need to screen where you look at your rumors from because, it's, I mean, until stuff is actually out there, nothing is real. But definitely other, some places have better track records than others. Yeah. Like my uncle, nephew's best friends dot com <laughs> saying something is a lot different than like variety or the Hollywood reporter or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we, all right, they're, they're walking around there you know, sweeping the area. They come across this guy looking for plants. <laughs> like this is so stupid. This, this, this dude's like, yeah, it's a hurricane sale. Azalea's half off. And like I think Loki knows pretty immediately, right? Like this, this is they both do, right? Him and B fifteen. It's like something's up here, right? Like you know, especially when Loki says, "Well, yeah, it could be me, but I would have worn a suit." And it, you know, that shows the difference between Loki and a lot of people. Loki is classy, right? He's always dressed nice, always ready, you know, always in the most handsomest, you know, way to to perform as as the god of mischief and. You know, th- man, this whole man, this this I think this is is a little bit. Of, it seemed like a little bit of a slow episode, but like, you know, when we get to this part again, it's like a lot of dialogue in this, right? He, and this one's between him and the hooded figure, who's him, right? Another variant of himself, except she's mind controlled. And yeah, spoiler alert: it's a she. All right, we said that last time. Um. She's mind controlling these people and Loki's interacting with, you know, these people through through, with her through these uh, mind controlled people, you know, and, and, you know, here. All right. So how about this? This part where you got the TVA in there like, oh, fuck it. These people are going to die anyways. Right. They're kind of being assholes to them, shoving them. And you got Mobius like, yo, dude, fucking chill. Right. Here I see like the unraveling of it. Right. We saw Loki asking him, questioning it. Hey, you know, you really believe this shit? You know, this and that. And then, you know, he's just kind of like, yeah, hey, yeah, it is what it is, you know, whatever. But when he starts seeing the TVA acting like this, you start seeing the unraveling of the TVA kind of like, you know, the, the seeds 
again, Loki just needs to plant the seed and let it, you know, grow in, in Mobius's mind of like, is the timekeeper thing all good? Are they doing, you know, what's right? You know, protecting everyone or are they kind of assholes and they just let people die all the time? Well, I mean, kind of reminds you of uh, that scene from Saving Private Ryan where, you know, Tom Hanks' group is uh, arrived in this little camp or whatever, and they're looking through the dog tags. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're kind of making a, a joke out of it, right? Yep. And then the guys that were just, you know, hit are walking by and seeing them, you know, kind of giggling and sniggling at their buddies that just got killed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now they're all on the same side or what have you, but you know, that's probably not good for morale or, you know, what those guys, you know, yeah. state of minds are. And, you know, Tom Hanks has to get in their ass. Like, Hey man, get your shit together. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't be that way. Yeah. And then, you know, the guys are like, well, if they're dead or whatever, we're trying to get our mission. We're trying to get the fuck out of here. We don't care. They still have to show respect to the dead and the guys that are there or whatever. So similar to this, right? The TVA guys, like these people about to die anyway, who cares? Well, you still need to show them some respect, you know, and, you know, they're still living now, like, you know, have some kind of, you know, respect and compassion for them. So, yeah, it's kind of took me back to that. Yeah. He, you know, they're not there to disrupt the timeline, but like, you don't have to be a dick while you're fucking not disrupting or whatever. Um, so here, here he's talking to Randy, a uh, shout out to Randy, the uh, customer service representative. <laughs> <laughs> he did a really good job of being a fucking Randy who's working at the big box store, you know, like I, I thought it was pretty good. Thought that was pretty good. I think the rocks car thing could definitely be, uh, a metaphor for Amazon, right? Because they said it's a huge store. It has everything, Right, and as you're walking through, you can see like all the different small appliances. You can see all these different signs for everything. Okay, cutscene or not cutscene, but fade to hooded figure hands tying wires together on the time uh, reset bombs. Right where we kind of went over, like well, we missed it, but uh, there is a 20 minute countdown going on right now. You got Mobius and crew talking to uh, uh, C20 here that was captured, who's kind of like out of it right she's just coming back to and she spills the beans that she told hooded figure where the timekeepers at but that that kind of like how does she know where the timekeepers are at uh i mean i don't know right Good question you know like like if mobius has never talked to them does he know where they're at he just hasn't ever I mean, talked to them. Like, about, like in their facility, I mean, so I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of like raises a question. They just can't. They just can't get there or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, it just kind of raises a question. To me, like, does she mean like I told them that they're you know that they're back at home base or how to get there or you know it's just it doesn't seem like C twenty commander of you know the a field team would know where the almighty timekeepers are directly located, kind of deal, but. Finally, it dawns on Loki that he's about to get blown up. Oh, I love, then Bubba shows up, right? Big old Bubba, the truck driver. <laughs> he's there to kick his ass. And such a such a great... Um, so they're down in Alabama. And this gentleman definitely looks like he drives trucks down in Alabama. Yep. All of, uh, all of 6'2", 
a reverse goatee beard thing going on, leather vest, boots, you know, his backwards hat, you know, got a camo shirt on. Yeah, that part was kind of fun, right? Like, so I didn't know Loki can, like, call things to him, right? Like how, how Thor called M- Molnir, and so he called the Roomba, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I, I didn't know he could do that, so that was... That was interesting. Just because, like, okay, well, can can all Asgardians do that? Which, I mean, Loki's not even truly our Asgardian, right? Technically, no. But, yeah. again, he's got magic powers. Magic right. is a kind of yeah. catch-all thing. Yeah, yeah. And How do you do it, magic? There are, there are average Asgardians, but even an average, like, Chump as guardian is technically more powerful and has super strength and stuff, whatever yeah. compared to a human. So yeah. So we know like the exceptional as guardians who are really really powerful. So. Yeah. The actual gods of them, not just your everyday, everyday as guardian. Loki got his ass beat by Boba. They nailed this. You know, hey, shout out to the uh, Loki costume designers. They definitely picked up this guy's outfit at the Walmart down in Alabama. I think that's Carhartt uh, leather jacket. That's probably two hundred bucks right there. That leather <laughs> vest, just because it's got Carhartt on it. Um. Okay. Here we go. Here it is. The big reveal. Hooded figure steps out, glowing green hands. And me, you know, we already said it was a girl, right? But immediately, immediately in that shot, you could definitely tell, the, like the the stature. It's a small, petite, you know, person. And then she unhoods. It's uh, whoever this actress is. I know a lot of people have been talking about her. She's got like little little horns instead of the big old horn thing like Loki has. It's like little little baby horns. And he's just so confused, right? He's like, "What the fuck? I'm a woman." Which a lot of people, there's a lot of speculation about that because, like we said before, you know, it came out that Loki is um, what they call a gender fluid, this and that. And as we said, like, in comics, a lot of people are a lot of things. I don't think people really realize that until it's become mainstream and now it's uh, become more popular to talk about all of their differences. But someone like yourself who's been into comics for, you know, decades now, you've known this. Well, the gender fluid thing is kind of a new wrinkle, but, uh, you know, there have been alternate realities and the multiverse has been around pretty much since I've been reading comic books. So, yeah. again, kind of like this show, you can be an orc or something in one universe or, you know, a woman in another. I mean, they always do a lot of, like, gender swap stories yeah. where, you know, Captain America's a woman or, you know, whatever, right? So, and that goes from DC and Marvel. So, that's different than actually being gender fluid. You know what I mean? So, that wrinkle of it is new, but having a female version of a character or opposite sex version yeah. of a character is nothing new. Yeah, I, I think there's more just like putting a title on it to to uh, make sense of today's um, dynamics, right? You know, so so then we all right. So the so what had happened was she set up all of the, these little time devices, right? The reset devices, linked them all together, several of them throughout the shop, 
and boom, dropped them all into their uh, their own little tiny uh, time door portal, and it cut back to HQ and their you know main tracking screen. You immediately see the timeline explode, right? The the main timeline. Oh, backed up too much there. But, you know, so we see uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, damn, 17, about 20, probably more, 20 or more timelines, it looks like. Oh, oh, a lot more, probably like 30, right? They drop through the time door, boom, boom, boom. And this is this was great. I got really excited at this part. How would you feel about this when, when you saw this happening? Well... I knew it was going to be a little cray-cray. I didn't uh, know it was going to be like that, but as soon as you start seeing those uh, little... The branches? Little uh, time branches pop out. I was like, ooh, shit. That's not good at all. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is with, the, with each time branch, uh, there's potential for those branches to branch off. So right. Just depending. So this can get super ugly. So, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh Yes, as it was explained in, in episode one, how this kind of works, right? And and you immediately see all these branches, and, you know, these dudes are losing their shit. The little nerds like working vampire, behind the desk. Vampire. Yeah, it's like uh, Analyst 1182E reporting code uh, 000. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, man, that, this is good. This is real good. So, I mean, th- this is just a short... Um, what we're looking at on screen is the timeline with the branches branching off and you only see about like maybe 15 of them, but there's a lot more. And then you can see where they're, where they're hitting right too, right? The dates, the times and the locations on this screen, um, which I thought was really interesting too, because like, I'm sure if you start diving into, uh, like if you had a whole team researching all this, you'd be able to look up something that happens on, uh, was that November 22nd, 1999 in Cookville, USA, right? There's probably something comic related, uh, deep in the comic somewhere. Um, uh, Thornton, USA, Asgard, Rome, uh, was that, I don't even know how that was. Sakar, Teo, Tayo? Sakar. Yeah. So, and then, so, so this love and, uh, that's, that's uh Southeast Ragnarok, Asia Thor Ragnarok. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So um so oh Sakar is Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, that's the the battle planet, but the date is wrong. They put it at nineteen eighty four, so that's I don't know. I don't know what happens there then, but that's that's the wrong date. What was the date? Do you know? No, but I'm just saying, like, if if, it, if you're looking at the events that happen in a certain oh, time, we'll yeah. say that they're somewhat close to the real world. And that's, I mean, that's there's nothing that happens there in that time frame okay. that I can recall. Okay, yeah. So you know, I think I saw something on one of the other channels um, where, like, uh, so the Wisconsin Oshkosh 1985, 1985 was like uh, they I think they said like the first time apocalypse showed up, maybe. In like X Men or something, I don't know if that's if that if that sounds right to you. Uh, I don't know about that one. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. But like I said, you hey, go watch those other channels. It just keeps going. New York, a Titan. Look at that Titan location. So Thanos's planet, right? 1982, New York, 47. 
uh, Tokyo, Holland, Kingsport. Yeah, so it's, it's just jumping off, right? And, you know, uh, was it in Revna? Uh, Ravona. Ravona, excuse me. A30, A23, I think it said. She grabs her stick, which tells me, well, obviously, she used to be one of them, right? Kind of, you got to work up the chain. But in, in that way where they show it, it's kind of like, I bet she was kind of a badass, right? And I bet she's going to show up and fuck shit up. She's going to go on the hunt now, right? Since Mobius kind of maybe fucked it up. And I think yeah, she's going to go fuck shit up. If you if you uh, make kind of like a little shrine right. for your little baton. Dude. Right. Like you had, you had to like do some stuff with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, I- I've hung it up. That's the past me. Now I'm the judge. I've ranked up. Um, and she's like, you know, she grabs it off there with that. Okay. Y'all fucking wanted me back. I'm back, you know, kind of deal. And, you know, this was the interesting, you know, here we are. Uh, Lady Loki. She opens up the time door. She gives um, Loki, Loki, the little, like, you know, toodles, and then leaves it open in, in that uh, suggestive way of, you coming with me or not? And Loki seems a little confused what he's going to do. But, of course, being that he's Loki, he takes the dive, and he goes through the door, leaving Mobius and the other TVA hunters fucked. Cut to... In scene, um, super good episode, man. I really, really, really liked it. And I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you? So, you know, last time we were talking about a lot about the King the Conqueror stuff, right? And uh, we, I still think he's going to show up. You still think he's going to show up? You convinced me. I'm easy to convince. I think it'd definitely well, be like you said before. I mean. He- I think it's fifty fifty on that because we know for sure he's gonna make an appearance. I don't know if it's his debut or whatever, but if he shows up here, but we know he for sure is gonna be an Ant Man in the Wasp Quantumania. So I, I don't know. They I think they may just lay like the little groundwork for him. But that all depends if we get you know some kind of information on the timekeepers. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure. But he's kind of a big character to do a full reveal. In a TV show, so yeah. I don't know. Well, well, like I said, I think they're gonna. I don't mean like he will, will show up in it. I think they're gonna lay out all the breadcrumbs, right? They are laying out breadcrumbs to that. You got to have the next big bad evil guy. Um, it's not Lady Logie, right? She's gonna be a, a stepping stone to get there. I don't think they're gonna resolve her. Maybe at the end of season one, um, maybe she shows up in a movie. In the future, you know, in one of those movies, uh, you know, still on the chase or, or on the run, rather, Loki still on the chase. Um, it's interesting because, like you said, like so many TV shows, usually you plan them for multiple seasons, but with these Marvel ones, being that they're more like in between uh, movies, like fill gaps, kind of, you know what I mean? It's like, is there going to be multiple seasons of all these shows? Or is, are they going to just like do shows of characters where they need to fill in the gaps like year after year? Which I'd be down for. Like, what if they don't have another Loki? What if what if the next series of shows is a is an Ant Man show? Is a I don't know what other shows would you like to see? A Hulk? Why not a Hulk show that you know fills in how he became Bruce Hulk? You know what I mean? Well, I mean you have to. Now take it out of the realm of 
kind of like the creative side and actually look at the business side of it, right? So right. the, I guess, current Loki is dead. So that's that's a wrap. However, they know Tom Hiddleston is, you know, an actual good actor and he's well-received as that character. So you have a very popular character that you probably don't want to get rid of. So it's already been rumored that this show is going to get a season two. So it would make sense for this character to have, you know, little sprinkles here, there, wherever, right? And the same thing like with Chris Evans, supposedly he re-signed with Marvel, but, you know, all that stress of staying in that kind of shape and doing everything you need to do to be Captain America, you know, just like with Wolverine, I'm sure it gets tiring, right? So just being able to make an appearance here or there is a lot different than having to be all the time, you know, Captain America, because everybody looks at these guys like, oh, shit, man, they're in super good shape. It's da 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 But that's hard work, man, to look like. It takes them like six to seven months to prepare for a film. That's yeah. before they even start shooting. So it just depends on the character and then the actor themselves, right? Because as much as I'm sure they enjoy being these characters or whatever, as an actor, you don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again, right? Yeah, so, eventually you want to branch out and make maybe more serious movies, as some yeah, would say. It's, it's kind of like the old um, Richard Gere saying, you know, two for them, one for me, two for, like, the studios. Like, yeah. I'll do some, some bullshit or whatever, and then yeah. I'll do my little art house film here yep. when whatever, right? Yeah, pay the, pay the, the bills, pay the bills, yeah, and then the go do the passion. Stuff. Yeah, passion project. So yeah. it just all depends. I don't know, but they had that formula there, so if they ever want to do that, they've shown that it's successful. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you know, kind of one thing about this, uh, you know, I'm not so sure that it's a female version of Loki. Because there's a few characters that this female actually could be. And I think the hint is how they're dressed. So, okay. Uh, do ex- do, do uh, explore that with us. Well, yeah, there's a character named Enchantress in the Marvel uh in the Marvel universe and not the shitty DC character that was in Suicide Squad which we'll not talk I just, about. I was just about to say that. Uh so yeah, she's an Asgardian, but she's all about magic. She's basically like a witch, right? But she's been messing with Thor and Loki since the beginning, since like the sixties. Uh I think at one point she even wanted to get Thor to knock her up or something. But mm-hmm. basically she's a pain in the ass. And she's blonde and kind of wears a costume similar to that. And uh, her getting involved would make sense. But then also in the comics, uh, Asgard fell, and it fell to Oklahoma. And uh, while I was in Oklahoma, Loki kind of took a local resident, a little blonde-haired girl, and gave her powers and kind of did that to just basically have her be a pawn for him. Uh, what is her name? Sil- Sylvia, Sylvie, or something like yep, that. Yeah, Sylvie. I'm looking at it right now. So, there's a speculation about that could be her. So, it's one of three things. It's either the female version of Loki, which generally in the comics has dark hair like Loki, the Enchantress, or this Sylvie character. So, I think it's TBD to kind of figure out exactly uh, who it really is. 
and and we could expect some kind of plot twist in there, maybe, hopefully. So, okay, so this is saying, if you look, I got the share screen up, right? Um, that says that she moves to New York and takes on the name Amora, the Enchantress. And she becomes uh, part of the Avengers. So, again, could this be, as we've seen through a lot of these other ones, right? We saw through WandaVision, um, the uh, uh, little little Wanda and little silver bullet, right? Yeah. We saw through uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. We saw, uh, what's dude, um, I forget name so bad. Oh, uh, old, uh, the black, the original black Captain America from the Vietnam era. Right, um, mm-hmm. his grandson. Right, we saw the Air Force guy. Right, that you mentioned. Does he, I think you mentioned he becomes something part of it. So there, there's a lot of little cues in there, a lot of little roles of side characters that aren't being that are not the main focus at all, but that are sprinkled through all these series that may become something of the Young Avengers, maybe. Is what is is what we could speculate into, you know, for a long term play, maybe. Hold, hold on, right there. As you see, go, go back to where you were. The, oh yeah, the uh, that one. This one you're looking at. So yeah, yeah that that's usually what female Loki looks like. But yeah, like a, meaning like she looks like Loki. Yeah, female dark hair and all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. So the blonde thing kind of throws it off. Which again, I mean, they could change for the. Yeah, you know, MCU, but yeah, but I mean, what you what you say makes sense, you know. If they're trying to, and you gotta think, like like you said, like uh, Steve Rogers and all these people, right? They've been playing these roles a long time. Eventually, the torch has to be passed, and if you're not ready to pass it or actively passing it, you run into a Wolverine scenario, right? Where Wolverine played Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman playing for twenty years, right? They're about right. 15, 20 years, and then you're sitting back like, well, what do we do next? We just we just tapped out the same characters for the you know six movies, and we have nothing lined up. And then your your studio's not making money, and Marvel and Disney are not about to not make money. At this point, like they would, it would be they would be hard pressed to not put out something successful and successful is relative term meaning you know will something be you know make a billion dollars maybe maybe not but still in all seven eight hundred million is still depending on the budget yeah pretty good take so yeah again they just have a lot of built up a lot of equity with with the audience right because you know if you can draw in just the general crowd and not just the hardcore fans. I mean, that's that's where you make the bulk of your money. It's just the general crowd. Yeah. So, you know, if you do something really well, people tend to uh, support it. Well, yeah, like, like, like you said, like, so some of these movies, the budgets and everything are getting really high, right? Um, but. So and they like said when you look at like Black Panther that did a billion, I'm sure uh, Endgame did a billion, right? So once you start hitting numbers like that, you think like six to eight hundred million. You know, you're kind of thinking, well, that's that's not the mark. It's not hitting the mark. But if like 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 we said before, starting in December through next year, they're putting out like five movies. 
all those movies don't need to do a billion. If they all five of those movies do on average like you know seven hundred million, they're still gonna fucking make make the money. You know what I mean? Like the you know also you know merch. Yeah, they're they're killing it in merch. You know, um, motherfuckers are going crazy right now at Disneyland. We looked at the lines at Disneyland. The lines at Disneyland are like all the way out back to the fucking Anaheim, like to the stadium, damn near or some shit. You know, that's that's, that's all lies, but. Like, it's fucking stupid, man. I don't know last time you went to Disneyland, but the whole entryway is just completely, uh, it looks like a concert crowd, man. There, there's, you know, nut to butt, shoulder to shoulder. There's, there's no breathing space. Um, so they're, they're making their money. And, and uh, like I said, they have so much equity with us, so much that, that they can, eh, hey, we'll try this. We'll put it out. It's going to work. People are going to continue to buy because they want to see the next thing. And it's just it's just gonna keep working for them. It's gonna work for them forever. Fuckers, take my money. But uh, yeah, you got anything else to say about the episode, James? Or any other speculation where you think is going? Any other characters? Any other Marvel news you want to touch on real quick? Uh, no, not this time. Probably the next episode because there's yeah, I don't want to put anything out. So I'll, yeah, next episode I'll probably get into some stuff. So okay, all right, we got um. Yeah, uh, man, ne- next Wednesday we'll do it again, or you know, next Thursday we'll do it. Wednesday it comes out. We'll, we'll see where this goes. I-, I don't know how many episodes. You know how many episodes this one is? Uh, actually, I don't. Oh, damn! I want to say it's like I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the count. I have to look it up six or eight. But uh, yeah, this is this is gonna be good stuff. I think this is the last Marvel series. Uh, no, no, no. There's still uh, the What If series, the cartoon series coming out later this year, right? I don't know if it's... You mean What If? Yeah, What If? Yeah, um, that'll be out this year. And then pretty soon also... Uh, okay, it'll be out as well. Uh, our girl, Scar Jo. Black Widow coming out, right? July 9th. There we go. Yeah. Yep, we'll have, to, we'll have to review that one. Probably a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid, dude. That's so creep. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for stopping by again. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Hey, don't forget, if you're enjoying these, please leave a review on iTunes. If you're not enjoying it, uh, please leave a positive review on iTunes uh, for the stuff you do enjoy. All right, no thumbs down, people. And don't forget, check out the YouTube channel, Bravo Zulu. Got one video up on there. Um, more podcasts coming out next week. Got people in the studio again tonight. We're getting busy around here. Uh, James, thanks for always being a part of it. And, uh, you know, doing great things. Doing great things. All right. Appreciate James. Later, bro. Peace. Hey, don't forget, for more information, for... uh, For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchor.fm backslash Bravo Zulu podcast. The information, views, and opinions, I can, man, man, my tongue is not working this morning. Opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of Joshua Moore and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.